welcome to Shooting the Shit, Episode 7. Yes. And this one is literally a lot of shit. Because yeah, we're just going to talk about random shit. You know, actually, Episode 7 would have been... Uh, Kurt and I were talking on the way to a show about acting and stuff. And the stuff that we've done. And our different experiences and stuff. And then we lost it. So, that originally was Episode 7. So, this would be Episode... Seven part two, maybe? I, I don't know. 7.0 right. or 7.2. Works for me. All right. Uh, what, what about the Nick Gunn movie? Seven, what was it? Nick Gunn, two and a half. 33 and a third. Right. So this will be episode seven and a half. All right. That works. I'm but really that. episode seven either way. And you got me instead of Kurt this time? Yes. We got we got Kit Page or Kevin. You know, whatever you guys want to call it. It's him. an upgrade. It's an upgrade. Yeah. Well, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I got you to say Damn it. it. Now he's making me repeat. No offense, man. I did not mean it like that. Damn it. Now I'm in trouble. Kurt, we know who his favorite is. See? What are you thinking, man? So as you said, we're doing just whatever the hell we want. Topics. We're not one specific topic. We're going to cover a bunch of shit. Um, let me start by saying that I normally don't post negative things on Facebook anymore, but I got a little antsy on Monday because, again, every Monday, somebody's shitting on wrestling. It's a constant, consistent thing. And it gets old. And man. I believe we covered this in episode two because I feel like I was here for this first yeah. time we talked no, about it. No, we did. It. We talked about uh, pet peeves. And this mm. was one of the main ones. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like I said, it's a consistent thing, man. Every Monday, somebody's pissy about something. If it were fans, it would be a little more acceptable because, again, they pay their money. Not necessarily to sit and watch TV. I mean, <laughs> you pay your cable bill, but still, <laughs> you can change the channel, though. Simple right. as that. But it's workers in the business that are constantly constantly shitting on the product again if you hate the business so much get the fuck out of it and that's always been my philosophy how can you hate something that you preach that you love so much that's fair was i directing at ah, directing it at two specific people absolutely not they took their jabs at me and that's fine but that goes for anybody that's in the business and it's not just you two there's others of course you wouldn't Say it to my face or post it on my post. You did it on your own, and that's fine too. You take the little jabs, you do your little thing, vague and that's cool. Booking. Yeah, you can vague book all day. I didn't vague book. I said dudes. That covers anybody, even females. Don't matter. I call you a dude. Don't matter. <laughs> um, if you know him like that, right? Quit shitting on stuff. Seriously, you don't like it, don't watch it. Simple as that. Um, You're not the one who pays the bills for that. No, you know anyway. No. So, you know if if Big Vinny Mac wants to. Put somebody in a dress and have them come out and do a hula hoop contest every week. Then it, you know exactly, what? That's what's going to happen every week. And that's exactly what I said. I said if someone asked you to walk down the aisle wearing a tutu, sucking your thumb with your left nut hanging out, every one of you motherfuckers would do it, me included. In a heartbeat. Yep. You want to know why? That money. Because not even the money, man. It, <laughs> and it's, that fame. You're doing something you love, and if they give you the dumbest fucking gimmick in your head or theirs, you're still going to fucking do it. So you can shit on everything they do, but at the same time, you'd be the first one walking down there in that exact situation. Yeah. So quit talking shit. Simple as that. I've done stupid gimmicks. Uh, you, all right, my first, my very first gimmick, I was a security guard turned wrestler. I took a guy with that no was teeth your and fault. made him a fucking vampire. So, hey, there you go. <laughs> I made him a fucking vampire. How does he bite people? He gums the fuck out of your neck. Couldn't tell you, but it happened. But okay, so they really weren't vampires, but they were close enough. I'm just but saying. You teamed me with a kid I never met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, had me wear a security shirt and dress pants, and I wrestled yes. in it. Yes. And I didn't ask why. Mm-mm. And these guys up there making the big bucks are getting told to do these things that, you know, maybe is out of character for them. Maybe yeah. it's something they don't like. Um the Viking Raiders last week were known as the Viking Experience. Yes. yes, the War Raiders was such a better name. Yes. Um, but you know what? At the same time. They're getting that money. Yes. They're getting to perform in front of thousands of people. They're getting Absolutely. to do what they love. Who cares? And at the same time, all the dudes bitching about it. I'll do it. it. The only person that probably wasn't bitching about it was Ray Rowe. They, more people, worker-wise and fan-wise, bitched about it. And he's probably like, I don't give a fuck. I'm on TV doing what I love. Right. That's one of the most humble dudes, still to this day, <laughs> nicest dude you ever meet. I'd trade places with him in a heartbeat. Exactly. So people quit bitching. Simple as that. I'm not shooting on anybody. Well, it is called shooting the shit, but still. <laughs> uh, if you take it personally and, and you want to fire back, have at it. 
I really don't care. I didn't post it to um, boost myself, appease anyone, or to really, in a sense, piss you off. It's just my fucking thoughts. Simple as that. Just like your thoughts are to shit on stuff. And if that's what you care to do, then obviously you're going to care to do it. Then have fun with it. But I personally don't like to fucking see it all the time. Pisses me off. Just saying. That's fair. Especially, like I said, if you're a worker in the business. Other than that, we're going to touch that subject and move away from it. But I know what segment you're talking about. Yeah. It's the Bray Wyatt segment. Yes. And I just, I'm going to shoot my shit on this. Um, I liked it. I honestly I did, did. I like the concept of the demented Pee Wee Herman Playhouse slash Mr. Rogers. I like the fact that he took a chainsaw to a cardboard cutout of himself yes. in his original gimmick. And you know what? He's still going to do that demented gimmick. Yeah. If, it's if you, probably going to be even more demented yeah. than it was before. And we talked about that before we did this. If you watched that promo and didn't see all the shit they threw in there, then you didn't really watch it. You right. just sat there and went, this sucks. As soon as it started, that's Bray Wyatt, what the fuck's he doing, this sucks. That was your initial thought of that whole thing. You didn't really watch what they were doing. Pee-wee's Playhouse itself was kind of creepy. I enjoyed watching Pee-wee's Playhouse, but it was a, what, 40-some-year-old man, <laughs> dressed like a child, in a playhouse full of fun-ass toys. Did yep. I want to go hang out there? Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. At the same time, it could be taken as a creepy fucking thing. Give the man time. Give them time to, to run with the gimmick. See what they're going to do with it before you shit all over it from a five-minute fucking promo. Agreed. I mean, hey, they could always bring Husky Harris back instead. Well, you know what? You're right because here's the thing. For the, for the people that shit about wanting to see something fresh and then you do something off the wall and, and different, immediately they fucking hate it. Yeah. So really, what do you want to see? The same shit that you bitch about all the time or something new and you're still going to bitch? I mean, Can't please personally, everybody. I want the new. Yeah. You know, I'm not even I'm not even opposed to the old stuff. But when they give you something new and fresh like that, and as soon as you see it, your first initial thought is, fuck it, I don't like it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously? And I, then, I don't know, man. And, and here's my other thing, is that he, if you follow him on Twitter, he's posted some pretty, like, bizarre, off-the-wall, like, mm-hmm. rebuilding-type gimmick style he plays the gimmick very well yeah and so i honestly feel like he has more opportunity to do stuff like this with this kind of gimmick because he can play that mr nice guy yep um super creepy guy um that doll can be possessed by sister abigail i mean they could they could which i think her name was abby so that kind of Already right. gives you that undertone. And so they could uh, like tie it all back in together. And well, I mean, and if it doesn't work, let's be honest, they'll probably throw them back into the Wyatt family. Right. Which you can. And you could always put different people in it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, or bring back the same people. Well, with the exception of You uh, mentioned Luke the, the doll, and I forgot to tell you, the, the buzzard. Uh, I read this, and I don't know if it's true or not, but they said you know, the buzzard's name is Mercy, which was a little rub to Whaler Mercy. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool. But um, there... Aspects of the Wyatt family. Sister Abigail, the yep. doll Abby. Yep. Chase the buzzards, follow the buzzards. Yep. The buzzard. It's all still there. Look at the gloves. Heal and hurt. Come on, man. Yep. That's all classic Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt stuff that we've seen. That we're probably going to see again in a whole different uh, perspective. So, you know what? You don't like it, don't watch it. Agreed. For those that do like it, enjoy it, man, and let it come to life and see what happens with it, you know? So while we're on the topic of wrestling, let's jump into uh, WrestleMania, because that was another thing that people bitched about. It's too long, mm-hmm. too many matches, this match sucked, that match sucked. Do you remember the days of watching WrestleMania, or wrestling as a whole, and you just enjoyed it? The whole show from top to bottom. Yep. From the Twin Towers against the Rockers I to... S- listen, I still do. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. If, if I don't like something they're doing, it's okay. It, some it, they're building to something else, right? And I'm still okay with it. And that's the thing I like about WrestleMania because you get um, a diversity of matches, man. It's very you, you got your women's four way tag match. You have Randy Orton AJ Styles. You have uh, the women's main event. So everything's going to be different. You have a different style at every match. You just, uh, for example, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom is what six seven hours long. Mm-hmm. Nobody bitches about that. And you get it. You get the same thing. You get a diverse. Type style of matches from everybody. 
But here's the thing is that WrestleMania gave the fans everything they wanted. Yep. First of all, they didn't put Brock Lesnar later on the card. No. They got him done and over with right away. Started the show off with a bang. Right. But even in the pre-show, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins win a title. Yep. First of all, you know, everybody wanted to see Zack Ryder do well. Mm. And he's tag team champion now. Uh, Murphy and Tony Nese was solid. Oh, dude. That was a great match. match. was great. Um, I love Tony Nese, first of all. Um, but that's another story. Um, but then, so Brock Lesnar wasn't main. Yep. He got beat for the title. Yes. Um, got to see Demon Finn. Yep. Um, got a, f- like, funny segments. Got your serious segments. You got your DX. Uh, the yep. only thing you, WrestleMania didn't have was Undertaker. Yeah. And you got him the next night on Raw which, anyway. Which was funny because I think that was like... I think that was more of a test to see how they would do without having him for one year at WrestleMania, and, and I think everything was fine. I agree. But again, like you said, you got that surprise return the next, the next night on Raw that people were not expecting. So, I mean, honestly, like, oh, and, and you got Becky Lynch winning, which everybody wanted. You know, uh, the titles that people wanted to change hands changed hands. That was the match, I think, that got the most shit because they said it was sloppy. I thought the match was good. It was decent. You I know, mean, it uh, wasn't the best match for any of them. Um, but it wasn't the worst match for no. any of them either. It served its purpose. It got the story across. It did what it had to do, and that's what it was there for. And, and you got the return of the Doctor of Thugonomics, John oh, Cena. Who I popped no so hard seen, for that. No one's seen that. <laughs> I popped you know? so hard for that. You got Hulk and I Hogan. I love all the memes that came out after oh, that too. Oh man, I uh, was talking about memes. Think about the one from Mrs. Dad. <laughs> there were so many of those with his fist up. Oh yes. my god, it was great. But overall, as a whole, I enjoyed WrestleMania. I don't care that it was five, six hours long, dude. That's the mystique of WrestleMania. And that's the point. Like, they don't do that for every pay-per-view. No, they don't. WrestleMania is the Super Bowl. Yep. On Super Bowl Sunday, there are thousands of shows leading up to, pre-shows leading yeah. up to Super Bowl. The Super Bowl Sunday is an all-day event. Right. WrestleMania Sunday, all-day event. Runs from, we'll say, 11 o'clock in the morning all the way till Super Bowl ending, really, with everything being done, midnight. Yeah. So it's all day. It's a 12-hour it fucking thing, man. And you know, if you are a true wrestling fan, yep. having that long of a day of wrestling it's really not is that awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it is absolutely amazing. And I, I wish that WrestleMania wasn't a whole year away now. That was um, a lot of workers also shitting on that too, who would give their left nut to be on that stage Pre-show. for six, seven hours <laughs> yep. and not bitch about it. Just want to throw that out there. Again, I can say whatever I want because that's what we're doing. We're shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, because we lost that podcast, the one that we did, this was seven part one, I guess you can call it. Um, Me and Kurt were talking about uh, acting and stuff. And we'll get back to that because we do want to talk, you know, touch on that and stuff. And uh, I'm sure Kurt had some fun stories for that. We did, man. We've had some cool experiences. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I've been. Wrestling is my, my first love, we'll call it, always. You know, that's been my rock through the years. But this whole acting thing, uh, when I started doing this in 2006, man, I never, I, you can get me in a ring, give me a microphone, and I can talk all day. You can put me in front of a crowd at a wrestling show, and I can do my thing, but you put me in front of a camera. And I didn't want to do it. I, I uh, went out for this movie in 2006, um, and I got it. I didn't have to really audition. We just kind of went out, and they, they picked us. And uh, sadly, nothing ever came of it. Um, but the other one that I did after that was they put me in front of this camera and they had you audition for it and I did not want to do it, man. I, did, <laughs> I hated being in front of the camera and people talking to you and it's like, oh, this fucking sucks. Ended up getting a role for the movie. Nothing, unfortunately, came of that movie too. Uh, the director's dad passed away and he was like big into helping her with the movie and no. stuff and I guess nothing happened after that. So, unfortunately, uh, I tried to find her, God, to see if anything ever came of it, but unfortunately, I, I kind of lost touch with her, but... Anyway, we're talking about acting, and you've done some too. A little bit. So before we, we'll kind of backtrack a little bit, and we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit. Uh, so give us your acting experiences so far. Um, all right, so my first one would be, oh man, I was in fifth grade. Oh, there Yeah, you go. I was in a musical. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I was just backup roles, but that's hey, okay. I, I mean, took- I sang. And I danced a little bit. I could not sing. I I took drama for two years. And our drama teacher all but begged me to be in plays. Hmm. 
and, and my, my friend Jesse, it was funny, they did a play, it was, um, God, you might know what I'm talking about when I said the name, the character is Montfleury or something like that. Okay. And Jesse's like, dude, you get to dress like gold dust. Like, you should totally do this fucking role. And I was like, I don't want to. She begged me to do plays, and I would never do them because I didn't want to be in front of people. <laughs> I did all the backstage shit. I helped build stuff. I helped fucking do security for plays. But I would never, never step on the fucking stage and do a damn thing because I didn't want to do it. I was not comfortable, man. But the acting thing, I'd say in the past two years, I kind of... No, I don't want to sound cocky, but I've came into my own and I'm more comfortable with myself. I'm my own worst critic with yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I still don't think I'm great in any of this shit, but I must be doing something right because people are, are giving me opportunities. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with it, have fun with it. Um, but anyway, back to yours. I'm sorry. I just no, to you're fine. Um, I've been a zombie. Uh, you were the zombie with me. Yes, I, I'll never forget that day. We're sitting. I'm sitting there. Uh, they were shooting for the Youngstown Zombie Crawl, and. Uh, I'm literally the only person there. I'm like, God damn, am I going to be the only zombie in this commercial? <laughs> like, the dude show up that's just doing the makeup. Uh, the guy shows up in front of the camera, who I had known from a previous movie. And I'm like, is there anybody else coming? And they're like, well, dude, we put it up on Facebook, but it wasn't until yesterday. I'm like, oh, well, fuck. So, dude, I'm sending out texts. I'm making calls. I put a thing on Facebook. Anybody want to be a zombie? Come on down to a B&O station. Nothing. I'm like, fuck. So, I call you. Hey, man, what are you doing? It's the most odd fucking text you probably ever got in your life. What are you up to? Not much. You want to be a zombie? <laughs> yeah, we're at. I'll be there in like 15 minutes. Sure enough, Kevin showed up, thankfully, because I think there ended up being, five at the end of the day, there was like maybe seven of us total, because people were showing up in spurts. Yeah. And by the time we started filming, it was going to get Well, even the soon. makeup artists, because there were so few yeah. zombies, just got zombied up and... <clears throat> sure did. As well. Which is a super cool dude, him and his wife, Sarah, both really cool people. Uh, Daniel Blaine Click, um, dude's done some really cool makeup for like movies and stuff too, so... Really cool people, and that was a fun experience. But, but go ahead. So you were a zombie. Um, before that, I, I fast forwarded too much. Um, in college, I did a movie, a horror movie called Three Days. Nice. Um, it was all about uh, Punderson State Park and uh, the ghost of the founder Lemieux Punderson haunting the park. Um, uh, I did acting for that and actually filming and directing and editing for that one. Nice. So there's a lot Very for cool. that one. Yeah, that's a lot of credits, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I did Body Bag Ohio. Yes. Where I got to play a backup thug slash hitman, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, even had a speaking role for that yes, one. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. And um, got to bloody my knuckles on a punching bag. So that was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did um, a couple different things for that. Played the, And then you were in the background for the, uh, the fight scene yep. that you did with the uh, boxing. Yep, sure did. That's right. But then... Um, Besides that, my cousin used to do stuff all the time with us. Like we, our whole family would get together, and we'd do plays and whatnot. And he, nice thing is, he's off being successful, making movies, and has his own production company. Um, which cool. I gotta get you some of those movies. Yes. Um, and then I've done porn. Oh no, I'm kidding. Okay, that last one. Hey. I, that last one is bullshit. No, that's actually funny because I when I, I tried out for this movie called The Girl. This was my god. We're talking five, six years ago, maybe. Did you do porn? I did not. But <laughs> it was funny because on the on the thing that we felt uh, filled out that day, it said previous acting experience, and they had lists of like genres, so yeah. like horror, comedy. One of them was porn. And one of the questions was, "Do you feel comfortable doing stuff like that?" And I was like, "Nope," and "Nope," not <laughs> happening. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let me tell you, uh, nobody wants to see that. I don't want to do it. And end of story there. <laughs> not gonna happen but no I mean the whole acting thing has been cool um, like I said me and Kurt are gonna touch on that again but to kind of just give a thing like uh, it's something I always wanted to do uh, I'm a huge horror buff obviously you know this about me so does everybody else that knows me so I always wanted to do horror movies but I've done like various stuff I've played the tough guy I've played the an orderly in a fucking uh, hospital <laughs> I, you know I've played a bouncer ironically enough huh um but yeah, I mean, the opportunities I've been given has been cool as shit to work with all these, you know, different people and stuff, and just uh, to see it afterwards, like, I doubt myself so much, man, but then to see it when they, when they play it back for you, to see it when the movie comes out, actually sit there and go, damn, I didn't do too bad, you know, and I'm not going to pat myself on the shoulder and say, oh, I'm fucking great at this. There's some people, uh, I won't name any names, but I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't like this about some people. They do these movies, and they think they're, like, instant Hollywood movie stars. 
And I'm going to relate this the same way that I relate indie wrestling. We are all in the same boat together. Yep. None of us are in Hollywood nope. doing anything. Nine times out of ten when you go to a movie shoot, you'll see a lot of the same dudes you have done stuff with in the past. Meaning we're all in the same boat together. Okay? Have, have some of us uh, been extras or something in a bigger type movie? Absolutely. Does that make you Hollywood? Not one fucking bit. Nope. Be humble and be uh, appreciative of the opportunities that you're given. Because if it's something you really like doing, like me, don't shit on that. You know, because that's the kind of stuff... Let's be honest, if someone doesn't know you and they bring you in to do this movie and you come on that set with a shitty-ass attitude, that's the last movie you're going to do for those people. Absolutely. I'm not saying... And not only those people, but a lot of these people are connected. Oh, yeah, word of mouth is a That might be the last movie you do, period. Yes. That's how rumors get started. porn. Right. Yeah, and I'm not doing porn. (laughs) I'm not happening. Um, But no, dude, don't go in there with a shitty attitude. Um, No role is too small for anybody. You know, you'll have some people say, well, well, I don't want to just stand there. I, I need a speaking role. How about you shut the fuck up and just, if they ask you to stand there, shut the fuck up and stand there. I didn't think I was going to get a speaking role ever. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, dude, neither did I. I neither got, did I, I. That random one for Body Bag Ohio. And uh, I'm grateful for it and I hope when, I did well. When I did Refractor, uh, we were doing the scene, me and Kwai, and he said, I want you to say something in the scene. I said, what do you want me to say? And he goes, I'll just throw it at you when we're doing it. Well, I instantly got nervous because I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to say or how, in my head, I want to work that out. You know, um not giving too much away about the movie itself, but I, I recently just did one and the director asked me if I could do a Russian accent. And in my head, I was like, oh God, absolutely not. Like, I don't I don't know the first thing about a Russian accent, you know? But He's good, yes. <laughs> see, and he just pops off with it, you know? But no, like uh, one of the guys there, he kind of, you know, gave me a few things that he was working on and, you know, I, I took that and, and I used it. And I, and I did my best at it. Uh, he was happy with it, which made me happy. And uh, the rest is history. You know, it was a cool ass set to work on really cool people look forward to working with them again and that's one of the coolest things man when you get to go back and work with these people again on something else that you went in there you did your best and they saw that and they want you for something else and that makes you feel good about what you did it means that you did your job right right even if you have a shitty critique on yourself they didn't see that mm-hmm. you know taking it back to wrestling you know you might think you had a shitty match fans loved it the promoter loved it they're bringing you back yeah because they thought you did your job Yep, and you did the job that they asked you to do. So the same thing comes with acting. I, I relate acting a lot to wrestling because it really is a lot of similarity. Um, I was watching something on TV one night, and it was funny because they had said uh, some kind of interview with actors, and they were talking, and they they used the term green, and I was like, well, damn, that's 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 our shit, you know, like that's wrestling shit. So use a lot of the same lingo, but again, man, just be humble with that shit, man. Don't don't be a fucking dick, like. Just because you've done a, a movie doesn't make you big shit. And that know? goes for anything. I yeah, mean, seriously. you could be con- be a construction worker and you could be three years in, five years in, ten yeah. years in. You might be the senior construction worker, but are you building in Vegas or are you building a, a little shitty townhouse exactly. in Niles, Ohio? And that's the thing, man. I'll once again relate acting to wrestling. You never stop learning. Give or take, I was asked to do a Russian accent. I've never done that before. <laughs> so that's a learning experience. That's right. No. no <laughs> that, the movie comes out, yes. Because um, it was probably terrible. I'm not going to lie. It's probably terrible. But um, no, but you never stop learning, man. There's always something you, you've never done or a character that you've never played. You can walk in there, and this is no offense to anyone, but you can walk in there and say, we need you to play a gay character. All right, cool. I'll do it. But I don't. I have to work on that. Sophie doesn't like that either, I guess. She's never played that character also. So she's barking about it. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, again, just walk in there with a good attitude, man. Always keep a good attitude. Um, you never know who's watching. You never know what it can lead to, you know, or who you're working with. You know, I got to work with one of the, the bigger stars of the movie, and she was awesome. One of the nicest ladies, man. Um, and I never expected that. I didn't expect that, you know. And, and same thing with um, working with Len. Uh, out of Erie he put me in there with Leo Fong who is a 90 year old man who trained with Bruce Lee and my first initial thought was this dude's gonna kill me like yeah I'm gonna get my ass kicked right doesn't matter that he's 90 right and I'll tell you what for 90 years old you wouldn't you wouldn't think it I mean the dude moves like like there's nothing I mean it's amazing honestly 
But again, cool ass experience. Got to work with really cool people. Um, if you enjoy it, man, just enjoy it. That's the key thing. And this, this goes back to the whole wrestling thing too. If you enjoy it, just enjoy it, man. Don't hate on everything. You know, it's just a, it's a simple fucking theory. Don't hate, you know, just enjoy what you're doing, man. Um, life is too short to seriously be a miserable fuck all the time. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it is. It really is, dude. It is. Uh, you think about that. I'm not huge on religion and stuff like that, but you think about all the stuff that people say about like, you know, how they say life is short and you see that when you see the people around you pass away. Yep. You know, and life is a short fucking thing, man. So you know what? Live it, love it and fucking enjoy it the best you can. Yep. Don't be a miserable fuck that hates everything. Maybe that's the, maybe that should be the fucking uh, title for episode seven. Don't be a miserable fuck. Yes. Because you know what? It's the truth. I agree. <clears throat> and I hate it, man. I, I really do. I hate that part of I hate that part of wrestling, the drama aspect of it. And with acting, you see it too. You really do see these people to think that they're king shit. Maybe you're a good actor. Good for you. That's great. I'm happy for you. If you excel at what you do, good. Yeah. But you don't have to be a bitter asshole about it, though. Go in there and knock out your scenes and perform well for the people that are asking you to do that. But don't walk around with a shitty attitude when that scene's over. Well, I was the best fucking thing in that movie. Cool. What's your next big movie, then? Right. What are you doing next? Well, I don't have anything lined up. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're Mr. Hollywood, right? You're not. Just so you know, you're not. All right, man, we're jumping. We said it was going to be random <laughs> topics. Um, give me something, man. You were you went to New Orleans. I went to New Orleans. Yes. And it's funny. All right, so you actually said you're not big on a big religious guy. I'm not. So I, I, can, I can relate this. We'll, we'll yeah. keep it tied in, sort of. Let's do it. Going into religion. Um, so I went to New Orleans. Um, I've gone there a couple times now, and I love it there. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. You went down there. Yes. Uh, one of my, what's one of my favorites? It's a good movie. Hatchet. Remember Hatchet? I do remember Hatchet. Is that voodoo shop down there and did you see it? Um, I can't remember the name of the voodoo shop in there. I want to say it Rev Zombies. Reverend Zombies. Yes. Voodoo. So that's actually there? there? Yes, it oh, is. That's awesome. Um, and that's that's actually what I was going to get into is the voodoo stuff. Um, so nice segue. Look at that. Yeah. Hey, um, actually, I went to Rev Zombies. I got, um, Got some stuff from there. Did it have everything. any movie memorabilia from Hatchet in there by chance? No, but they uh, actually had movie memorabilia from um, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, no shit. Um, the wrought iron gates that yeah. um, they have them hanging from the ceiling oh, at the shop. Awesome. Which scares me because, I mean, there's these gates with these uh, um, Florida Lee spikes on them. If those so gates if snap, fall, if, yeah, if yeah. the rope snaps that's holding them, you know, somebody's getting impaled. Well, think about it, man. I mean, they probably have a, a panic button in the shop. So if a vampire happens to wander in, <laughs> they just drop. All they got to do is hit that panic button, and you're done. Yep. So that's smart thinking on their part. It is. Just saying. Um, but I did want to get into the voodoo aspect then, since we're talking about that. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so voodoo, and and this is good because it's a double segment. You know, um, voodoo in movies and TV shows and like uh, American Horror Story, for example. Right. Yeah, they it's portrayed as this yeah. very evil thing. You yes. know, da 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 da, dark magic, blah blah. blah. It's actually a religion. Was that Papa Papa Legba? Papa Legba. Yeah. He is now. Is that a real actual voodoo? He is. He's okay. he's a voodoo loa. All right. Um, and he's not a drugged out like the, you know they'd summon him with like a cigar and cocaine and the right. symbols and all that. And his, and the symbols are right, you know. Right. Um, but it's not an evil thing. Yeah, there's evil aspects to it, and there's positive aspects, just like Christianity. There's evil aspects in Christianity. Um. What they portray more in the movies is what they call hoodoo. Okay. But they just say voodoo because voodoo is more known, well known. Um, But hoodoo would be like Christianity's version of Satanism. Okay. You know, uh, worshiping the dark side of it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But voodoo is actually a religion that's based on helping others. Okay. um, Hoping others succeed. Um, If you have, give. So it's Um, not so much the... Like you said, they portray it in movies. So let's make a voodoo doll of my ex-boyfriend and break his fucking legs. Right. And so voodoo dolls, I'm glad you said that. Uh, voodoo dolls aren't actually, you know, oh, I'm going to make this and hurt this person. Right. And you still buy books. People okay. still write books about voodoo dolls and how to do, oh, let curse this person and bring money to you and blah, blah, blah. Voodoo dolls' original purpose was medical records. Okay. You know, uh, somebody come into the shop. John comes into the shop. 
I have a headache. They're like, okay, we're going to give you these herbs and da 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 da. We're going to mix this together. You're going to take this herbs. They're going to take this voodoo doll. They're going to make it to look a, a lot like you. They may even take some of your hair and everything to like really make it look like you. I don't have much hair though. How that work? <laughs> Probably your beard hair, I guess. I'll take the goat to ear and it works. They're going to stuff the voodoo doll with um, the herbs that they're healing you with. <coughs> along with other things that are meaningful to them. They might put chicken bones in there as like a... Um, kind of like a sacrifice to uh, whatever Loa they're trying to, and, and uh, I don't even know, uh, get to help you, you know. Um, so that voodoo doll back up, take a needle, put it in your, your head where your headache is. So this is your medical record. Now John goes down the street, blah, blah, blah. The white settlers that were there see you down, see John down the street, and they're like, oh man, he's walking around holding his head. I saw in Madam's uh, shop that so there is a doll that looks just like him with a needle in it. They're cursing him. So now, again, that's how rumors get started, like like we said before. It's mm -hmm. shit like that. So let me ask you this. Is witchcraft and, and voodoo kind of along the same lines or no? Yes or no. Okay. So they both focus a lot on herbs and symbolism. Mm -hmm. um, witchcraft in, in at least New Orleans, there is a light side and a dark side to it. Um... You can go into a shop. There's a really good shop down there that I'm going to recommend if anybody goes down to um, New Orleans. It's called Hex. Okay. Appropriate. I'm actually working on a short film Sunday called Hex. Hmm. And they actually have a voodoo doll as one of their pictures. So I, I don't know what I'm in for yet, but it right. sounds like we're kind well, of the same Well, it's Hollywood ones. voodoo, so it's going to yeah. be an evil thing. Probably. Yeah, um, I think it's horror related, yeah. Yep. But um, the shop sells different herbs that you can buy, uh, candles that you can buy, incant incantations that you can buy to like recite things. They sell these things, um, and these are in voodoo, but the, the witch, witch, witch shop sells them also. They're called Grigri bags. They're okay. G-R-I-S, G-R-I-S. Hmm. Um, and depending on the color of the bag and what's inside of it will bring uh, positive things for you. You know, there's ones for getting out of court cases. There's ones for bringing money. There's ones for bettering your luck. There's even ones for, like, helping you with gambling. So now let me ask you this. Uh, if a person goes in, and some people would say that you're selfishly asking for money. Yeah. Is there a possible backfire to any of that when you're putting that out there in the universe type of thing? Yes and no, because, all right, so as far as the witchcraft aspect of it, um, from what I understand... If you are trying for something, you have to sacrifice just as much. I see. So, you know, you, your health, you want your health to increase. Right. Maybe your money decreases, you know, okay. stuff like that. So it's, it's a give or take type right. of thing. Yeah. With voodoo, your sacrifice is um, a sacrifice to the lowest. Okay. And you're saying, I am humbling myself for you so that I can receive from you. And the idea is that you get sevenfold back. So you don't sacrifice as much as you're getting back. You're right. you're sacrificing a little bit and getting more back. Hmm. Um, but yeah, going into all that, like the Loas. So it, with with uh, Catholicism, uh, when they were trying to like convert the entire world to Christianity, yeah. they went to Haiti where Voodoo's original and it's uh, V-U-D... V-U-D-U, I believe is how so they spell it. Like, like the channel. Like the channel, yeah. yeah. Um, they went there and they'd say, oh, you pray to Papa Legba. Right. You know, um, he's the gatekeeper. He's the one you you ask him for permission. You know, you, can you help me with getting the other uh, Loas to communicate with me, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, they'd be like, oh, you pray to Papa Legba. He's the gatekeeper. We have St. Peter. Just pray to him instead. You know, um... But voodoo is actually older than Christianity, older than Judaism, older than all that stuff. Right. Um, and even the oldest human remains were found in Haiti. So I mean, this might not be a popular thing to say. I'm not maybe. saying that anybody, everybody should be like, oh, well, Christianity's wrong, and I should right. be a voodooist. I'm not saying and, that and you is... should believe voodoo and, you know, that's the way of life. Right. But, like, it gives you things to think about. Like, this was around longer. You know, right. um, they believe in one true God. Uh, they worship a lot of the same ways that Catholics do. 
with the exception that the Loas like money. They like smoking. They like drinking. Right. They like cigars. And this may piss people off, but I'm going to be honest here. Um, there's a ton of different religions out there. Oh, okay. hundreds. Thousands, probably. And as you just said, you're not preaching to anyone to... Convert? Right. <laughs> but there are a lot of other people in other religions that will flag you down mm -hmm. and basically sell themselves to you as to why you should convert. Uh, for instance, there was the Jehovah's Witness will come to your house. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was just back in the day. I was over at Heidi's house one day and I was sitting outside on the porch with Madison and here they come. And you know they were coming because they're dressed like they were in Orgasmo. They always you know? look. They, <laughs> so, they look the exact same yes. no matter where they are. Here they come, all dressed up, talking about, hey, uh, is there anything we could do for you? Like cut the grass or something? I'm thinking, the fuck is this? Like... <laughs> But hey, would you convert or would you can you know think about you know converting over to our religion? I'm like I don't get into all that stuff, you know. But again, this is gonna piss some people off. Some people will push religion on you in a heartbeat. I'm not saying I don't believe in all that stuff. I just don't really get into it, you know. That's um, fair. It doesn't make me a bad person. Nope. It doesn't make them a bad or bad people for believing what they believe in. That's that's your right. choice. But to push it on people. Nobody wants all that. No. You know, like nobody wants all that. Well, and um, that's the thing is you'll get your extremists in every religion. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's peaceful uh, Islamics. Yes. And then there are the ones that drive airplanes into towers. Exactly. You know, because that's what they believe in. They right. They believe that that's what their, their, that's their purpose in life is to do something like that. Right. It's fucked up to us. Yeah. But they really, really, really but believe in that. But think about the holy wars, you know, yeah. there's Christians killing in the name of Jesus and God, you know, and that's not what... God preached, well, and or always, Jesus preached. And I've always said this too, like, these churches will tell you um, that gambling is a, is a sin, drinking is a sin. What's the first two things they set up at a festival? Gambling tents and a beer tent. Yep. And I mean, it's it'll be at the, you know, church's parking lot too, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? But you're preaching to people that, oh, gambling's a sin, and drinking's a sin. Even bingo. Well, I mean, yeah, they play bingo thing. at church yes. halls. And they're making money off it, let's be honest. Yep. The church is benefiting from that in yep. any turn. I learned, and this isn't really a knock on any church at all per se, but when you go and you call a church for a wrestling event, let me tell you what I learned. Oh, um, our first experience when we came here to Youngstown was um, went to a church and we talked to the guy and very strange man. He says, uh, well, I'll have to, you'll have to talk to, uh, we're going to say her name was Gloria because I don't remember what her name was. <laughs> and she had a magical book. Well, I was, didn't know what the fuck that meant, but she had, <laughs> Gloria had a magical book. So Alan and I went and met with Gloria and she immediately said, well, I'd have to look in my magical book. So she too called it a magical book and she'd have to look at dates. And I was like, well, can you please, you know, when can we talk to you about that? Because we'd like to, you know, set up a date. Uh, I'll get back to you soon. She never did. So we inquired again, and we went and met with her again, and we finally, after months of trying, set a November date. And we went to meet with them the night to sign the contract to, you know, exchange money and all this other fun stuff, and she had her husband with her. We were in the church, mind you, okay? This man looked at me and said, next time we're going to charge you more fucking money. Hmm. I looked at Alan, and I was like, did he just say that to me? Like in Were the they church, in the church, yeah. And and look at Jesus up there looking at him like, mm -mm, don't get out of here. <laughs> that was one of the rudest fucking guys I've ever encountered inside of a church. And it was like nothing against the church themselves, but man, they, they can be some ruthless people. Like, but you know, people like that are the reason that people shy away from certain. You're religions. right. Like no, you're right. That's the reason why there are um, agnostic people or. Um, Oh, what's the term when you don't believe in anything? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of the name right now. A atheist? Atheist. Yep, there it is. That's why yeah. there's agnostic and atheist people. Um, and, and that's not the only reason why. No, I mean, but it does turn you away, things and no, other it, things. it really does. It but turns yeah, you away, man. You, I've had bad experiences in church where, you know, I've taken sabbaticals from church for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, have, I haven't gone to church for three years now. I feel like if I, if I walk into one, I may set... I may burst into flames. Oh, dude, you're not I, bad I'm enough. worried. I'm just saying. I, I you're just not bad enough. Don't worry. We were talking voodoo, though. I have to ask you, just yes. for fun. If you were a, we'll call you Papa Papa Kip. So Papa Kip. <laughs> if right. we're gonna summon Papa Kip, 
What are three things that we need to summon Papa Care? All right. And this is what I love about Voodoo. All right? <laughs> all right. So, all right, there's a symbol for every Voodoo Loa. Okay. So, you need my symbol. Right. Um, and they're pretty fancy drawings. Yeah. I mean, I, I love I'm actually going to get some tattooed on me. I'm nice. not even going to lie. That's not cool, though. That's a um, idea. I mean, I've got stuff from all around the world tattooed on me, so why not? Yeah, might as well. Um, so you need my symbol, but the actual things to like get them, um, you would, it's, it's funny because like you give money, you give alcohol, okay. different types of alcohol to different loas, you give cigarettes or cigars and you know, all these different things. So I'm going to say you need to give me Coors Light. Okay. Fireball. There it is. And a cigar. You know, I don't, I don't have need a cigar the here, but I have a Coors Light here. <laughs> Some fireball sitting over there. Yes. I can almost summon Papa Kim. Damn it, I'm <laughs> Listen, close. there's a cigar in my car. You can oh, go grab it, it and, and pop it. You know what? Here. It's funny though. You were talking about that. I was thinking of a Major League and, and Joe Boo. Mm -hmm. So he had his cigar and his rum. Mm -hmm. You don't fuck with Joe Boo's rum. Right. You don't do that. Uh, the one dude did and see what happened to him. Yep. Well, and that's the thing is that it's very disrespectful. <laughs> right. um, when you go to New Orleans... Right. If you go to any of the voodoo shops, there's a ton of them, by the oh, way. I can imagine, yeah. Um, Rev Zombie is one of them that's, like, right. popular because... Of Hatchet, yeah. Had, not only that, but just, like, it's been there so long. Oh, wow. But um, Marie Laveau's voodoo okay, shop, yeah, yeah, because Marie too. Laveau was a voodoo queen. Right. Um, her shop is very popular. But anyway, you go into these voodoo shops, and you'll see little altars set up to different loas. And you shouldn't touch them. And shit. it is very disrespectful to touch them. Right. They also have candle areas set up because different candles invoke different things. Right. And if you want to set light a candle, you have to talk to the shopkeeper and oh, wow. go through this process before some, you can light some it. Some people probably believe if you touch that, that can fuck right. with you. Well, right. they actually say if you blow out a candle or snuff out a candle or whatever, yeah. that that particular loa will um, feel uh, disrespected. And you might get the opposite effect of what you yep. were looking See, for. See, that happened for me. I'm not fucking with nobody else's <laughs> stuff, man. I don't... Listen, you keep your hands out of the shit that's not yours. Stay right? out of it. So we're jumping again. Let, let's talk about... Because um, we and Kurt have talked about some of this stuff, like horror movies. Obviously, I'm a buff. You're a buff for horror movies. I like movies. Let's talk about some of the new shit coming out or some of the shit that, that has come out. Absolutely. Um, would you... I don't know if you've seen it yet or what you think. I have not seen Just from the trailers. Yet, but, All right. Uh, but the new, new Pet Cemetery. All right, so I've heard a lot of bad things about it. I um, saw it. I'll, the, I'll give you that much. The so trailer far. looked good. Yeah. The trailer looked really good, but it did look more like they were trying to go for, um, where the original Pet Cemetery was just kind of like eerie and creepy. Yes. This one looked more like they wanted it to be more like a haunting style, uh, demented devil type I don't, thing. I don't want to give it away for the people that haven't seen it yet. I, I didn't hate it. Okay. And it's exactly what I said to Cassie after we saw it was I didn't hate it. Um, they did change some stuff up. Um, I do like John Lithgow. I think he was great in Twilight Zone the movie. I think he was phenomenal in Dexter. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he played that. What was it that uh, God was it that the hell was his name in that damn show? It was it the Trinidad Killer or some shit or something along those lines? But I he played season he one. Played the character phenomenal. Um, but he wasn't Fred Gwynn. I love Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery. Like, <laughs> that is my favorite character. He is, a, he is a great actor. He's so good, man. Yeah. That that whole scene in the graveyard or in the Pet Cemetery when he's talking to the little girl. Like, we, me and Jesse, me and Steve, we mimic that all the time <laughs> because that's one of my favorite things. Um, <clears throat> I didn't hate it. Some of the changes uh, make you wonder, okay, when you saw the original, what happened after that? You kind of get to see now. Yeah. So it wasn't terrible. Um, remakes are hit or miss, man. Yeah. You're either going to like them or you're going to hate them. And I go back to like, I, like me and Kurt had talked before, like, like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Saw it three times. First time, hated it. Second time, hated it. Third time, watched it for what it was and actually enjoyed the backstory part. And I've said this numerous times, albeit very white trash <laughs> and very vulgar, it was cool to get that little bit of backstory or a lot of bit of backstory on Michael Myers. But when it got to the remake part of the movie, I felt like it was rushed. And it was like, whoa. And it sounds Slow like, it, like I, I've seen both of them, the original yeah. plus this one. And it feels to me like what they should have done with Rob Zombie, the first one, is make it all backstory. Yeah, if that's because how you Because he made a it. second one. Yeah. That second one could have been oh, a remake of the one. first one. The and second, the, the second one, one was garbage. Oh I'm not even going to... Dude, 
Mm-mm. I couldn't make it uh, through it. I'll Michael, be honest. Michael Myers' mom comes back as a ghost with, with a white horse. I get the symbolism, but holy fuck. <laughs> and just the the fact that they made Dr. Loomis a fucking asshole that was all about just making money off the uh, Michael Myers name. What the fuck were you thinking? Not to mention the fact Michael Myers spoke in the movie. Yeah. And it completely ruined it for me. Yeah. Completely ruined it, man. I, I You just, you don't do that. I could talk about that all day. We're going to talk about other movies, though. Yes. So I think it's so, man, let's oh, see. Let's we got see. we got the upcoming horror movies.com uh, site up here running. I know that we have, um, well, this one's not on there. It actually came out yesterday. It was a remake to the original I Spit on Your Grave. Do you remember that movie? I do. And I didn't they, care for the original one. Well, they, I'll be I'm sorry, honest. it's not a remake. I apologize. It's a, it's a sequel, actually, to the original movie from I think '77 or '78. I didn't care for it, regardless. So very well, those movies back in the day, those were like the uh, exportation. Well, I mean, I like I like those old movies. Yeah, but they that were, one just never. Well, yeah. they focused a lot on um, rape in those movies, and that was that mm-hmm. was tough to watch, man, and very tough to watch. So they made a sequel to that. I haven't watched it yet. I'm kind of anxious to see what they did with it because they brought back Camille Keaton, who was the original actress from from the first one. Okay. We're talking 40 years later now, same like Halloween. They brought yeah. back now and they did this again. It's a little long for my for my taste, though. It's like over two and a half hours long. Yeah, so let's see what they did. Probably a lot of flashbacks to their, for the first movie. Um, that did come out yesterday. Uh, let's talking see. about remakes, uh, Twilight Zone has been remade. Yeah, at, I haven't by watched that yet. All right, so yes. I watched the first episode. Okay. And I like it. Um, I love the... Listen, I, I absolutely love the original series. Me too. Um, I yeah, have the full thing stuff. on DVD. We talked about that before. We was, did. That on, was the, uh, on the Horror Guys. Yeah, the, the Christmas yeah. episode yep. that you talked about. Yeah, um, Yeah, I absolutely love Twilight Zone. But um, they tried to bring it back before, and it just it was nowhere near as good as it should have been. I, I remember that reboot. But this one, um, they brought it back and they they kept more of the um, eerie, creepy style opposed to like the gory, gruesome, jump scares type stuff. And the nice thing is that they use a lot of uh, things from the original series and they're even making remaking a couple of the original episodes. I did see, what was it, episode two is the one we were talking about with John Lithgow. On the plane, yeah. 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 I haven't seen it, um, I'm looking forward to watching that one. But the, the first episode, I'm not going to give it away, but there was, you remember the episode <coughs> with the dummy where the dummy um, is alive and then yes. switched places with the, they had the dummy sitting in a, in a little, they have a, the dummy sitting in a, um, on a shelf in the back of a staged area. Um, they use a nightclub that was used in the original series, like the name of the club was in the original series. Um, even the concept of what it is, it's not a remake of the story, but it's like, uh, do you remember the episode where the guy meets the devil in the black and white series? Yes. That's kind of the concept of what this episode is. The first episode is, and I'll tell you, um, because Keel did it, he's the one. And oh, and I love that they give reference, they give uh, credit to Rod Sterling yeah. being the creator of it in the Which first cool. place. Like yeah. in the credits, it, like at the beginning credits, nice. it says it, and they do the cutaway scene Dude. with uh, Keel talking. Jordan, like Jordan Peele's on fire, man. Um, he's with Get Out. I, I Am I saying Keel or Peele? I think he said Keel. Yes, that's I'm right. Sorry. Jordan Peele, like yes. I, I enjoyed Get Out. I keep saying Keel. <laughs> I haven't seen Us yet, but I heard it was good. Yeah, um, that dude's on fire right now. Yes. He's remaking Candyman in next year. I'll be interested so, to see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm actually interested to see how that goes but, too. Um, he, they do cut scenes with him, even like they did with Ron, Rod Serling, and he keeps it very classy, the same way Rod Serling did. So, nice. um, but yeah. I, that that remake is great. I recommend anybody watch it. And, and the sad thing is, I've only watched the first episode. Right, and but I can hooked. already tell yeah. you that it's going to be so good. I wish it was black and white. That's the only thing that I'm going to say. You know, maybe they will throw a black and white episode in there. I hope they do. I think there's what ten episodes in the new season. Ten or twelve, yeah. So uh, there's a movie called Ma coming out that I saw the trailer for, and I want to say Octavia Spencer, who you don't really see doing roles like this. Um, Starts off kind of like harmless, like she's this nice lady that lets the kids hang out and party, have a good time, and then she fucking snaps and goes crazy. <laughs> Looks fun. I 
I don't know. It's not something I think I'd rush out to the theater and see, but it looks fun. You got Godzilla, King of Monsters. We were talking which about which I'm super excited out. about. If you watch Kong Skull Island, um, if you watch it through the credits, there's a cutscene at the end, and it's hinting at it because it's the same. If I'm not mistaken, it's the same director as Kong okay. Skull Island. That makes sense. Yeah. So they do like a little end credit scene where um, they make reference to Godzilla and Mothra and all those nice. other Godzilla characters in there. Yeah. Leprechaun Returns comes out on DVD. I'm excited for this. Dude, I watched this when it was... I watched it before. Uh, it came out on VOD months back. And then he just played it on uh, Sci-Fi. Because it was originally made by Sci-Fi. All right. So everybody instantly said, Oh man, Sci-Fi movie, fuck that. It's going to be terrible. There's no Warwick Davis. It's going to be terrible. Uh, if you if you think about why Warwick Davis didn't do it, then you got to respect it. He's got kids. He doesn't want them to see him in that element. Yeah. So he decided against doing horror movies right now. The movie itself was fucking fun, man. Like, they, they brought back the story. They brought back Ozzy from the original, which was kind of cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm going to grab the DVD when it comes out because I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, so that comes out on DVD in June. Uh, let's see what else. Child's Play. That's the big one coming out in June. Uh, All right. I love the original Child's Play. I have Play. my feelings on this. <laughs> um, nothing's ever going to top Brad Dorf as the voice of Chucky. However... <laughs> They held this off until about maybe two or three weeks ago. That Mark Hamill is doing the voice of, of Chucky in this one. That's pretty cool. Now, that's fucking He's a cool. good voice actor, yeah, too. Dude, I mean, that's he did the Joker phenomenal. in the animated series. Yes. yes. Um, that intrigues me enough the, to, to want to see it. The only thing I don't like about it is... <laughs> and I shouldn't say the only thing. The only thing that I've seen from the previews that I don't like about it is that it's like an electronic doll already. Yeah. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, they changed the whole thing from good guys. Now it's called the buddy doll. Yeah. You know, and all that. But, I mean, so, that relates I mean, to my buddy from, right. what, the late 80s, early 90s. Which, those fuckers so. were creepy, though. I'm they sorry. They looked like Chucky. Teddy Ruskin was fucking they creepy, They looked too. like Chucky. Yes, they did. And that's probably where the shit came from. Yep. Um, Annabelle Comes Home is another one coming out. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the first Annabelle. I dug the second one. So let's see what the third one is. I mean, there's that whole series where like everything's like a spinoff of oh, the Conjuring. Like the yeah, Conjuring, the Conjuring the, universe. Yeah. So you got the Conjuring, you got the Nun, you got Annabelle, and then the Curse of La Llorona or whatever yeah. the fuck that is too. Um, they're making a boy uh, too. Did you ever see the boy? No, I, I it didn't look interesting. Maybe, I'll be honest. <sighs> it wasn't terrible. The ending was like, oh, I didn't expect that. Okay. How they're gonna do this one? I don't know. All right. Uh, they did change change actresses. It went from. Uh, Lauren Cohen, who plays Maggie on The Walking Dead, to fuck, what's her name? And I knew what's in here because uh, I have to click on it to see what her name is, though. <laughs> she's she's a bigger actress, and I cannot think of her name off the top of my head. But she's now in the uh, in this one, and I will find out in just a second as soon as it pops up. I'm not trying to stall you guys. Her name is and there. It is Katie Holmes. Oh, so Katie Holmes is yeah. playing the main character in this new one. Interesting. I don't know, like I said, how they're going to continue the story based off the ending of the original one. Maybe Pretty I'll give it a see. chance. Yeah, I mean, check it out. It wasn't terrible. It was, it was fun. You know, like I said, that ending was like, oh, okay, that was fucked up. I'm not like you. I don't watch every horror movie just to watch them. I can't help if it. Doesn't, if it doesn't look appealing you know what? to me, I can't do it. I try so hard, man. And some <laughs> stuff, I'm like, why did I watch that? <laughs> One that I'm super hyped for is Scary, uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yes. Man. Absolutely. Cannot wait to we see We used that. to do those books. My sister would read them to us and we'd yes. be creeped out and she'd purposely Man. make sure to grab us in the middle of the story to scare us. Right? And, yeah. I am really looking forward um, to the that. The preview for that was amazing. And it's I'm, the preview. Did you see the preview? Oh, where yeah. It's the big toe story. When when you go to... Where's uh, my big toe? When I saw um, Pet Cemetery, they showed the full trailer, which mm. is really fucking cool, man. Um... It Chapter 2 comes out in September, and we're I'm, looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. I think uh, they did pretty good with the, the last one. On the original, nothing will beat the, uh, Tim Curry. No. But they're doing a great job with it, I think. I agree 100% on that. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap is coming out in October. Oh, I'm so excited for yeah, that. Yeah, I am too. I can't even... That's one of those ones that I think they waited so long to do it, but it's still going to be so fucking good, though, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, this was interesting. The Doc? preview or the poster for it's great because they took the original Zombieland yeah. poster yep. and just updated the characters on it. Exactly. Um, Doctor Sleep, which is actually a um, sequel to The Shining. Now that's going to be interesting. Really, a grown-up Danny Torrance. 
Really? Yeah, that I'm actually interested to see what they do with that. That comes out in November. I never even heard of this. Yeah, I didn't either until like not too long ago. I'll have to look into that. And then for me, I am a huge fan of this coming out uh, next year. There's 10 movies uh, that are coming out from Full Moon. So I'm a huge Full Moon fan. So we're talking like uh, Puppet Master, Ginger Dead Man. Um, they're doing 10 movies that all come out next um, Valentine's Day. But they're making a part five to subspecies, which I love that fucking series. <laughs> I haven't watched a single one. I am so... Dude, I've been watching it when I do cardio at the gym the past like <laughs> past week and a half. So I cannot wait for that to come out. But just a ton of good stuff, man. Candyman's coming out, like we said, from Jordan, Jordan Peele. Uh, Ghostbusters 3 is coming out next year. Hmm. A lot of good shit to look forward to. <clears throat> that I just... Man, if you're a horror fan, there's some cool stuff coming out. Or if you're me who watches... And, Everything. Tries to, well, I, I don't watch everything, but damn it, I'm trying. Um, <laughs> so, all right, we, we're running out of time. So let, let's have a little fun since we haven't done this since, what was episode two? We're going to play What a Dick. What a Dick. Kevin here is going to give me five names that I do not know because we just discussed this before we started doing it. We're going to do five names. I'm going to tell you if they're a dick or if they're not, and I'll tell you why. And they're going to be wrestling uh, hopefully, names. Hopefully in the next four minutes. We'll see what happens, but go for it. All right, first name, Jesse McCoy. Jesse McCoy. Ah. Uh, he came to me at the Shamrock with Spike, wanting a chance, um, and I gave him one. And I think there's times when he could be a dick, but overall he's a good dude. And it's actually one of the people that I miss because he had moved to where did he move to Maryland, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. A few months back, so it's actually weird not having him at the shows or not seeing him. You know? Agreed. So no, he's a good dude. All right, Spike. Spike's another one. Uh, again, came to me with McCoy and asked for a chance in Spike's. Man, you know, he's funny because a lot of people knock him for his size, but um, Spike's funny, man. We, we he, he was to a point and he knew it, and I told him, I said, dude, if you can't knock this gimmick out with, with the L.A. guns, I, I have nothing for you. And we, we cut five promos that night of him doing different shit, dressing up like different stuff, trying to mesh in with the L.A. guns, and they were some of the funniest fucking promos we Probably ever did. Probably some of my favorite ones. And he completely fucking won me over that night. And whereas sometimes people will dog him for his wrestling ability and his size, I've worked with him and I've always pulled good matches out of him. So I honestly have nothing bad to say about him. All right. Johnny Gunn. I like Johnny, man. Good dude. Um, I think sometimes people use and abuse him as far as being a promoter and uh, bringing several people to a show to have him book. And he's so fucking nice that he does it. There's got to be a fine line where you say no. So I, I couldn't call him a dick because he's one of the nicest dudes. Um, and always a pleasure to work for. Marcus Knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. There was a time when me and Marcus were actually really cool. Uh, unfortunately, those times have changed. Um, due to... And I'll just be honest with you. Due to stuff that I think he's overheard from other people. And instead of talking to me about it, he chose to believe those people... And uh, our relationship has actually drastically changed over the past year and a half. You guys are civil, though. Uh, we're civil because I'm a very um, good person where I feel like uh, wrestling's a, a brotherhood, whether you like a person or you don't, and you respect the locker room. So when you walk in, you shake a person's hand, say hello, you shake a person's hand, say goodbye. You don't necessarily have to talk to that person unless you're doing business with them that night. Does it suck to lose a friend? Absolutely. Um... Maybe one day you'll talk to me like a civil person and maybe we can squash that beef. But I will say that it's very sad that you would take someone else's word over mine who is a chronic liar. So we'll just leave it at that. Mm. Kit Page. Kit Page. That guy is a fucking douchebag. No, um, <laughs> honest to God, man. There, there's there's uh, two people that I would name off the top of my head that are two of the nicest, most down-to-earth, not because he's sitting right next to me, uh, people in the wrestling business, and that is Kit Page and Bray McKenzie. <clears throat> no matter what's going on in their lives, they're always very positive and are always there for you when you need them. Even if you don't sometimes. Every show, Bray walks in and says, do you need a hug? And I always tell him, yes, I do. Because <laughs> he knows that I'm always fucking stressed out. So those are two of the nicest dudes in the business. Uh that I can honestly name off, man. Thank you. And again, not because he's sitting right next to me, I would say that if he wasn't. I've said that to other people when they've said things. So we are seconds away from running out of time, so we will be back for episode eight 
And I'm sure we'll have something. Maybe we'll have a topic at that point. If not, <laughs> we're going to randomly talk about any fucking randomly thing Randomly shoot the shit. Yes. So we'll see you next time. Want to say something, man, before we cut off? Uh, no. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>